Hi, welcome back to the Beyond the Controller podcast. My name is Lynx, a.k.a. Dylan. I'm Anthony is Awesome, a.k.a. Anthony. And, um, yeah, welcome back. If you're new, welcome to the podcast. We're pretty chill out here. Uh, got some new sunglasses. A.k.a. I found them in my drawer. So, I just forgot you I had them. found glasses that you lost but didn't know that you lost them. Hmm. Yeah. It's a nice cup you got there. Thanks. I, uh, you know, I'm tired of getting yelled at every time we record. Yeah, as you should. To get a cup. <clears throat> yep. Uh, anything new this weekend? Did you do anything fun? Did you do anything interesting? Did you murder somebody? Did not. I did. <laughs> I bet you did. What did I do this weekend? I don't really remember. Um, hung out with my boyfriend on Friday. Nice. And Saturday. Nice. Um, Sunday didn't do a whole heck of a lot. Played some Fortnite. Played some other games. Um, had a really low key week. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. Work is starting to slow down a little bit. Um, was supposed to be going to a wedding this coming weekend in Iowa. Mm-hmm. But they're expecting some severe flooding right as you get into the Illinois-Iowa border in northeast Iowa. Okay. So I'm <clears throat> not sure that I'm going to go just because I don't need to be getting stuck in Iowa over the weekend because I need to be able to get back to Michigan. So Yeah, no we'll no see. offense to Iowa people, but y'all state sucks. There's nothing in Iowa. There's nothing Nebraska. in Iowa. I didn't know like nothing could actually Iowa, exist. Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas. Like, nothing is the absence of anything. And they have nothing. All right, bro. I went to college there for four years. I survived. It's fine. You can be there for four years. You can do I was there. I was years. there for like a week and I was dying. Yeah, but you also were there for a week when I wasn't there. If you would have been there when I was there, it would have been a whole nother ball game, bro. Now, you're probably right. But fuck, dude, that place sucked. <laughs> Like yeah, there's there's nothing good like in it's Iowa, it's honestly. it's nothing and cornfields. Yes. Oh, don't forget the Walmart. Oh, Walmart yeah, does exist. The one. Um. So. <laughs> uh, Walmart. They. But what's cool is like at night in Iowa, if you mm. like watch out over the cornfields, it's you a, see children come out of it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, no. There's like a, a sea of fireflies. Like it's amazing, very pretty, but they're like they're like everywhere, and you can like see them like it looks like water, it's crazy, sounds phenomenal, sounds like it's a... <laughs> like you were bored out of your mind and had nothing else better to do, yeah, yeah, dude, I was sitting there watching cornfields what am i what else am I supposed to do in <laughs> Iowa? <laughs> <laughs> like, I read really valid point. Valid yeah. point. It is Iowa. There ain't, no, there ain't shit. Uh, but no. Uh, let's see here. For me, for me, last Friday, I did a photo shoot at a little concert thingy in Fort Worth. Ooh. Yeah, it was very fun. It was Maggie's R and R. And the band what that is? It's a it's a restaurant in Fort Worth. Ah. Uh the band was called the Enablers. It's a family friend of ours. Very nice. And um I took pictures of the owner of the Enablers and uh what's her name? 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 I don't know, what is her name? Because I'm sure not gonna know it. What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? What is her name? Her name's Avery Burke. Okay. She is a up and coming artist. She's really good at it. Like really good. Like um Miley Cyrus is eyeballing her. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty insane. I, I tried nice. I tried to uh send her the pictures that I took and she hasn't responded yet. So <laughs> Rip that Yeah, dream. well I'm I'm just another <laughs> DM. <clears throat> I'm just another DM, so yeah, that's that's valid. That's valid. But but then that glad that you did you get any video any pictures edited or anything? Oh, they look so good. They're on my Instagram right now at Misfit Multimedia. So good. 
it, the ones of her turned out really well. The ones of the owner didn't turn out as good. I'm just gonna be honest. But um, yeah, and then after that, I uh, met some of my coworkers. We went dancing at a Is cowboy that where you learned dance hall. This new, uh, this new dance jig thing. Yeah, that's where I learned that move. That one move. Oh, it made me so excited. For those, I'm going to try and explain it. She has some nice tattoos. Oh, she has some killer tattoos. She's super cool. I'm going to try and explain this move. I like her hair. Bring her arm out and her arm behind her. Spin. Don't don't explain it. You're not going to do a great job. And then you're going to take her hand. Drops. Like, her head's, like, right here to you. You're going to drop her hand and then run your hand across her upper back. And her, she's going to do this under your arm, right? <laughs> Bro, nobody can picture what you're trying they to do. They know describe. what I'm saying. They Any of those two-stepping, country-swinging people know what I'm talking Bro, about. nobody understands. Everybody knows what I'm talking say. about. Nope. Negative, bro. Negativo. Negativo? Not a thing. Not a thing. So you, haven't even, you didn't even like the post? Did I not? Are you kidding me? Bro, I'm sorry. You just oh, want to see me. A racetrack too? Is this your first Christmas? time actually looking at my page? Because you just liked a post of mine that was from months ago. Oh, October 60th. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. This is the first time that I lo- go to your page directly. I didn't realize that that was a pinned image. That Mustang, though, looks sick. Yeah, that's my buddy, uh, Chase's. It turned out really well. All right, I'm getting distracted on your shit. I know, it's pretty good, huh? Yeah, you've got some good stuff. That sounded good. I could go for a Red Bull for sure. After <laughs> watching that, make it sexy video. Dude, I think we could both use Red Bull right now. A little, little, little tired, l- little, little low energy. Yeah, for reference, y'all, I, uh, I took a little chair nap, and this uh, like- good old beastie boy... Freaking snoozed out. I actually ended up waking myself up on accident because I scared myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was leaning the wrong way and my head started to fall. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I just leaned Ugh. the other way. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've taken a few chair naps in my day. In my Man, day. chair looks a lot comfier than mine. It, it looks the same. At least mm. yours has like a pillow on it, doesn't it? Kind of. Yeah, it has more than mine. Mine just has this little back pillow thing. There you go, right there. For that lumbar support, you know? <sighs> I have the lumbar support. I don't put it on, though. All right, chat. We're going to take a group nap time right quick. Chat? Bro, see you, we're, not, uh, we're not streaming on Twitch. We'll uh, see you in 10. We're not streaming on Twitch. You can't say chat <laughs> when there is yeah, no I can. chat to talk to. Yeah, I can because it's it's, it's, it's kind of centered a little more on the or more on the gaming side, Twitch side. So yeah, I can't say chat. Rolling my eyes. Whatever. Rolling my eyes. So what are we getting into today, Dylan? Well, sir. Well, sir. You're. Today is part two of Twitch Tales Get to Know Your Hosts. Ayo. Ayo. Ayo, indeed. And today we are interviewing yours truly, Anthony's Oscar. Yo, what up, baby? What up, baby? What up, baby? I did a thing that sounded a little bit different, right? Because I suck at questions. I asked ChatGPT. To give me questions. Oh, here's, you okay? Here's here's my prompt. All right. Give me interview questions for a content creator on Twitch. And um, it gave me some like baseline, you know, good questions. Like the basic bitch shit. Yeah, but then I was like, give me questions for a content creator on Twitch asking about their personality, and it came up with some pretty decent questions. Okay. Okay. All right. Do you want to answer a question from your little bookie book? Like I did? Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. You got to pick a number, one through 3,000. You got to pick a number. You're the one to answer. Oh, all right. Uh, 740. Okay, fuck it. 
if you were on death row, what would be your last meal? Dude, Ooh. I was watching a video about the death a death row chef, mm-hmm. and him talking about like all the meals he's made, and, like what Ted Bundy had, what like everybody else had. <coughs> so that's funny. I, like I just I watched it like not too long ago. Good. My death row meal would probably be the um. <clears throat> What is it called? Uh, what is the big like steak roast that you pot roast? Uh, no, that or, you get at um, Texas Roadhouse. Brisket? Nope, not brisket. Ah, uh, I forget what it's tomahawk? called. Not the tomahawk steak. Ribeye. No, you're saying all of the other ones, but this one. Oh, sirloin. Bother me? No, not a sirloin. It's the one that like you get with this with a dipping sauce. What? But it's like it's like an au jus. A what? An au jus. I don't know what that is. You don't know what an au jus is? Mm-mm. Bro. I'm gonna be so mad when I get when I see this. Anyway, while I'm thinking about it. It would be that state. Uh, oh. The sides would definitely be like getting myself some of them nice fresh baked bread, you know. Oh yeah. And then on top of that would be the Caesar salad with extra Caesar, extra mm. uh, croutons. Like, mm, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. gotta have it. Um, <clears throat> trying to find this damn steak. God, my nose itches. Don't scratch it. I promise, Chad, I'm not picking my nose. I just got... He's picking his nose. Don't lie lie to you. I think, like, my old septum bit is still trying to heal. So it's, like... Itchy a little bit. Oh, like, I can feel the scar tissue. Little bum. Bro, I can't think of the damn steak. You, like, you let it... You let it smoke for hours. A brisket. It's not brisket. It's not brisket, though. This is making me mad. I'm so, I'm so upset. I'm I'm looking Try for it. it. I promise. No. Not filet mignon. Not the beef Wellington. It. No, not a beef. What is this? <laughs> Uh, hold on. I think I found. This is a picture of the menu. This is, girl. On the I'll Texas Roadhouse to... menu. All right, here we go. This is the country dinners. I need the steak. Prime rib. There it is. Prime rib. And then we really just fucking did that shit just to get yes. that. Yes, prime rib. <laughs> Bro, prime rib is prime rib. the bee's knees. Like, if you get a good medium rare prime rib, uh, nice little crusting on it. Ah, oh. oh. <clears throat> shit goes hard. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, that'd be my death row meal. You know what I'd get? What? I'd get cereal and a milkshake because while I'm getting whatever. It's- Oh, yeah, they don't do the shocking anymore. They do, like, injection. Yeah, they've done injection for a while. I forgot about that. I thought they still did shocking. Never mind. Mm-mm. I'd probably, I don't I don't know, I'd probably get, like, an Olive Garden salad. There's a lot of people that I've asked that question to have been like, I'm going to get, like, something like the McRib from McDonald's. That's only a limited time option. No, no. So they wait for it's it to not even that good. season. It's more of them trying to delay the inevitable. Yeah. Sorry, I spent so much time looking for that. <laughs> You're good. You're good. I'm glad we did it. <clears throat> All right. Are you ready to jump into uh, these questions here? I am, if you are. Chat GPT. It's your ready. show, bro. It's your show. All right. The first question, right, and the most important that everybody asks is how did you get started? With streaming on Twitch. Yeah, so I think, you know, last week you shared that you started during the pandemic. I also started amidst the pandemic. I'm a people person. I need people. Uh, and being so isolated from society, 
I had wanted to find some kind of outlet that would allow me to still engage with people and meet folks. <clears throat> and uh, I had previously reconnected with a friend of mine, Bree's Gaming Story, who Bree. was really my inspiration for starting to stream, as we've all heard. Uh, if you haven't heard, go back a couple episodes to Twitch Tales with Bree. Um, essentially, I was like, you know what? I've got a PS4. I'm going to start it and see what happens. So, But before I started streaming, I made sure to do a test stream. I made sure that like audio and stuff would work, and it did. Um, and then right after that, I set up all my panels, and I tried to set up some overlays. Like I wanted to make sure that when I went live for the first time that I had whatever I could set to make it look like I knew what I was doing, even though I knew nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I streamed off of my PS4. For about four or five, maybe six months. Um, in the midst of that, I ended up getting a PlayStation camera. I ended up getting a better headset. Like a bunch of things happened in the middle of it. Um, up until I got my PC in May of 2021. Uh, because thank you to that stimulus uh, check. Uh, we love you. Uh, you helped me buy my PC setup. <laughs> and I have never looked back for my console unfortunately yeah yeah i think do you know where your playstation is oh yeah yeah you know where your playstation is yeah it's over yonder over yonder yeah over mine's yonder uh shelf. mine's been mia for a few months how do you lose a whole console i don't know it's actually impressive honestly i mean you found a pair of sunglasses you didn't even know you had so right <laughs> this Xbox could be anywhere. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Yeah. No, nah, I love. I love that. Like, you're friends with your inspiration. You know what I mean? Yeah. I uh, one thing that I have noticed that I will say is that there are a lot of people that I know who started on Twitch back in 2020 that have slowly kind of found that end of the bell curve where they start to fall off. Yeah. Um, there's very few folks that I know that I started streaming with that are still around. Yeah. Um, like, cause like, I have my little stream group that I stream with when I stream. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that's awesome. Sorry. I'm, I'm, lo I'm trying to get the next question in line. I'm <laughs> like trying to read and then Okay, alright. So I'm like a meerkat in the wild. Yeah, I just <laughs> Um <laughs> My crooked nose. Um I wasn't gonna say it. Yeah, I know. But you're thinking it. Uh so what do you what do you think sets you apart from other content creators on Twitch? That's a great question. That is a great that... question. To be honest, I don't know that there is much that separates me from other creators. Um, I like to con like I like to perceive myself as somebody who's welcoming, inviting, who really wants people to feel that they have a place to feel safe, to feel valued, and feel welcomed. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the way that I engage with my chat and how I try to build friendships and genuine connections with them. Um, I don't know that there's anything that really differentiates me from other creators aside from I'm just me. And yeah. like, I think that's why people continue to come back is because of the interactions that they have. Um, I think one thing that a lot of folks love is uh, I've changed up the song since we've switched uh, into the new year, but I used to have a raid song where we would just have a huge like emote party. Um, and now it's kind of the emote party is a little different. It's just kind of the song going off and we just having a hype up, you know, just like getting yeah. ready and just welcoming in. It doesn't matter what size the rate is, whether it's one person or a hundred people, you're going to get the same kind of response. I mean, obviously if it's a hundred people, my jaw might drop, <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm still going to try to give you the exact same energy that I would give anybody else because everybody deserves to feel appreciated at the fact that they took a chance on you, took a chance on your community, whether they know you, whether they don't know you. So I think it's important to try to give that space, time, and attention. 
and give it the same energy level as much as possible. Great. Yeah. So that, that actually kind of leads up with this next question pretty decently. How do you, how do you balance being authentic with maintaining boundaries and privacy as a public figure? Um, damn chat GP. These are decent. Hmm. I think that it kind of happens naturally. You know, yeah. I don't talk too much about like where I live or what I do. Um, people know that I live in Michigan. People know that I work for a university in admissions. Um, like, but aside from that, I try to maintain at least some boundaries. Um, if there's stuff going on that is really impacting myself or the stream, um, I try to be as transparent as I possibly can without giving away too much information. Um, and so there's some, there's been some pretty serious situations, uh, familial wise that I've shared on stream and, you know, I haven't shared full details about the situation, but it was something that was pretty close to my heart that was just impacting me and hate and heavily weighing on my heart. Yeah. Um, but I think part of it is, you know, recognize that what you're doing is on the internet and the internet's forever. Even if your VODs disappear after a certain duration, um, you have to remind yourself that if you're not being true and authentic to who you are, are you being true and authentic to what you want to stand for? So realistically, what you see on the camera with me is what you get in person. Yeah. Um, I'm a very happy, upbeat, kind of positive, go-lucky person. I have my ups. I have my downs. Um, when I have my ups, like, I'm really, really up. And when I'm down, I'm really, really down. Yeah. <laughs> so it's there's kind of, like, no middle middle ground between those two. Uh, but I try to bring my best self every time to the to the community because I know that they, you know, they are the reason why I do it. And if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. Uh, so how do you uh, how do you see your content and brand evolving in the future? Like maybe like past Twitch and past TikTok. Would you ever transition over to YouTube, making YouTube videos? So I have a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Um I've posted maybe a, a handful of, like, YouTube videos on it. I don't know. I've posted a lot of, like, YouTube shorts. But aside from that, like, YouTube takes up so much time. Yeah. I've wanted to try to do, like, Let's Plays um, where you play through a story game, you record it, and you kind of put it out in different bits and segments. Um, but to be honest, I don't have the time. I don't have the patience to go through a four hour gameplay edit bits and pieces here. Yeah. And then on top of that, trying to, you know, publish it, it's, it's a lot of work. And I, I'll tell you right now, and my, my friends would tell you the same thing that I stretch myself thin. Um, I mean, when I think about all the things I'm doing, I do this podcast with you. I stream on Twitch three times a week. Uh, I, um, manage my twitter our twitter my stream team twitter i also am a 40 hour plus full-time employee um i'm getting ready to apply for my doctoral degree program in the fall um to do that in 2024 like i stay busy and yeah. i'm constantly doing stuff um and i think part of that just has to do with my personality as i've always been somebody who wants to do more wants to learn more wants to grow more um but yeah uh <laughs> you can definitely definitely uh say that i i stretch myself thin sometimes so like say hypothetically you are growing and growing and growing on twitch <laughs> to the point where you're able to do that full time right would, yeah. you, would you hire an editor to make YouTube Absolutely. stuff for you? Absolutely. Yeah. If I got to the point where I was I was making a decent income on Twitch um, and I had a, a, a pretty good-sized following, it, I would absolutely hire an editor. I would absolutely. Because the thing is, too, is I want to be able to give opportunities to those smaller creators, to those small artists, right, to be able to show and demonstrate their skills. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've always been in love with that idea of having your own personal editor. That'd be so sick. Yeah, if you had if you had your own personal editor, like that'd be fantastic. 
uh, could you like walk me through the process of like you getting ready for a stream? So this is a great question because I think everybody needs to have a checklist personally because there have been too many times where I've been caught off guard because something didn't work. Something wasn't going through right. Um, so my process now I have a stream deck, which I absolutely love because I've got multi action tools and whatnot. Um, so essentially before I go live, I want to make sure that I've got my jug of water filled up with ice. So that way, as I'm getting hit with all of those hydrate redeems, I can just pour a glass and just drink from there. Um, I also have um, want to make sure that my bot is up and running because I've got some special sounds that come from the bot that if somebody has been subscribed to me for like two months, they get their own private sound. Well, not private, but their own like unique sound. So when they chat in the chat for the first time, they get to hear that experience. So it highlights them a little bit. Oh, I got um, that. You what? I have that. You do have that. And Ooh, yours daddy. is probably my favorite. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> um, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I also want to make sure that if I am checking my audio, that my audio is coming through my headphones properly, checking my mic levels, um, all of that before I hit the go live button. I also want to make sure that I update the stream information, the game, as well as the, um, the description, the going live alert message. So that way when everything goes, it's a clean, fresh slate and it's starting over you know yeah. um so i think that it's important to have a checklist because you might forget something if you're not careful yeah i i don't do that <laughs> i just i am not surprised i just press go live yeah and, and then, then just hope for the have, best and then and then you have me come in and be like bro the game's louder than you are yeah bro your mic's cutting out bro <laughs> can't hear the game audio yeah that's me <laughs> I uh, have to have a checklist, bro. Yeah. Oh, everything was so orange after taking these off. That's why you should leave them on. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ask, ask ChatGPT for a few more questions. See. These ones don't have anything to do with content creation. All right. So these are just some fun little stupid questions. Shoot. All right. Um, so... What is like the weirdest talent that you have other than your uh impressions? Um I don't know. I don't really have any weird talents aside from that. Um if my voice is warmed up enough, I can hit the note from uh Greatest Showman when the bearded oh, yeah. lady hits that like really high note. Yeah. Yeah, if my voice is warmed up enough, I can hit it. I wouldn't say that's weird, but aside from my voice impressions and whatnot. What's, what's the weirdest talent? I can sing. I can't sing very well. Other <laughs> people say I do, but I don't know. I've heard you sing. I know you have. You've been in the same car with me. I know. You can be honest. It's it's ugly, isn't it? No, it's great. You're such a liar. It's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could travel to any point in history and punch one historical figure in the face, who would it be and why? Pythagoras. That, oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, Pythagoras. Fuck that guy and his little theorem. All right. Exactly, yeah. Shit sucks. <laughs> I'd want to punch a mathematician. <laughs> I I don't like math whatsoever, so I'd I'd go straight that for is, a mathematician. That is valid. I fucking hate math. Same. Uh, let's see. Ooh, this one's kind of cool. If you could switch lies with any fictional villain for a day, who would it be and why? Lives with any fictional villain? Yeah. Uh, lives with any Thanos. Thanos? Yeah. You want to wipe out half of the lives in the galaxy, the universe? The It's everything? more so in that moment to like feel what it would be like to be that 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 guy powerful. That guy. That powerful. Yeah. All right. All right. Huh. I would probably do like Joker. Eh. But like Joker, not 
not Arkham Asylum Joker. It'd probably be like um, Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah. Or Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker is too real. That scares me. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but uh, Heath Heath Ledger's Joker, I think that'd be cool. Valid. Uh, Let's see. Have you seen the uh, comedy... Sorry, this is kind of a topic. Have you seen the Comedy Central video of Batman uh, interrogating the Joker? Probably not. Or a college humor. Yes, then. Yeah? Yeah. It's been a minute since I've seen it, but yeah. Do you want to watch it after we're done? Mm, sure. Bet. Okay. Uh, let's see. We got nothing else going on. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, I don't have I don't have another question lined up. Hang on. Um, what motivates you to keep creating content on Twitch? And how do you stay passionate? So how do you, how do you not get burnt out? I think part of it has to do with the fact that because I'm a variety creator, I get to dabble in all kinds of different games and I'm not stuck to one specific game. Now, I've previously mentioned that my content has taken a little bit more of a focus once again. So this is the second time that my content has taken a focus on a particular game or genre. Um, Previously, I used to be a Stardew Valley streamer. Like, that's what I did. I did Stardew Valley found different ways to set up farms, tried the different farms, yada, yada, blah, blah, married different people. I was going to make a YouTube series out of that, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> the, yeah. the, Stardew, the Stardew Bachelor. Ooh, um, it never happened. Cool. That's actually uh, a good and, name. Yeah, it was It was going to be a whole series. never happened. Um, so I did that for a bit. And then about a year ago, I discovered something called GTA RP or Grand Theft Auto RP, however you want to refer to it as. Um, And my content has taken a little bit more of a focus there because GTA RP is so broad. It's so open. You don't know what you're going to walk into. You don't know what kind of scenarios and scenes and situations you're going to get into when you get into the game. Um, So I role play as a cop named James Holland. I used to role play as a lawyer named Maverick uh, Maverick Adler. He just recently died. Um, permanent, permadeath on Maverick Adler. Uh, but mostly because whoa, whoa, hold I... Hold on, sorry, I zoned out. Hold on. I was listening to you and I was thinking about GTA. Maverick died? Maverick died. What happened? Uh, he ruffled some feathers with the lost MC and uh, took a bullet to the back of the head. Yeah. So they... Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty wild. Um, I chose to perma my character because I wanted to focus on James. James has always been my primary. Um, and so uh, that being said, like, I wanted to give Adler a good way to go. And so he uh, he got he got shot in the back of the head. Dang. It was, it was going to be a dueling situation against the lost MC person. Um we were going to do a Mexican standoff style, you know? Yeah. And uh, we did five paces, but he turned on four and pop, pop, right on me. So, yeah. Uh, it was a very, Whoa. very emotional scene. And that had a lot to do with the music that I was playing. <laughs> I'm all about creating the vibes. Was it I'm like somber? Feels. Yeah, it was very like cinematic, kind of like sad, loss, kind of emotional yeah. music that I played. So, and I did, I do that intentionally when I can add ambiance to it. Yeah. Um, I, I like to take advantage of the fact that I can do voices or voice impressions or stuff like that. So for games like Disney Dreamlight Valley or for Stardew Valley, you got to help the characters come to life. You can't use your voice for every single thing, you know? So like I have a, um, so in Disney Dreamlight, you can get Stitch as one of the characters and my favorite voice to do is Stitch because, you know, it's it's easy. Yeah. And so it's like, Ohana means family. And family means nobody left behind or forgotten. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, being able to, to do that um, or the uh, Mickey Mouse, oh, oh boy, you know, um, to, to add life to those characters. 
I think that's part of what helps me stay engaged is the fact that I can play a variety of games. Yeah. And that my chat, my community, they come back not because of the game I'm playing, but because of my personality. So, uh, speaking of impressions, <clears throat> um, have you seen Peaky Blinders on Netflix? No. no? For those of y'all that have seen Peaky Blinders, I can do a pretty, a pretty decent Alfie impression. Now, Alfie is a part of the Jewish gang in Camden, in uh, London. And he meets with Tommy and everything. He's a big part of the story. Um, But very, like, dark and, like, it sounds kind of, like, guttural, kind of. Like, um... Right, he talks like this, right? Talks like this. Right. And he goes, write that down. He said, peace. Write that down. And my, my boy Vic loves that shit. He dies. Because he, he, I just got him watching Peaky Blinders. And he loves it. It's, it's a good series. You got to watch it. I don't have Netflix. G- steal it from you somebody. Pay, who? You going to pay for it? No, I can't. Even exactly. I'm on my mommy's. <laughs> <laughs> But no, exactly, it's a good series. I'm sure it's pirated out there somewhere. You can watch it, probably. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's how I stay motivated. Yeah, you know? it's no, that's just great. Reminding myself each and every day of why I do it, and you know the people keep coming back. And I will say that numbers, while numbers are not everything, numbers do add value. Yeah. Um, and I have my best streams when I stream GTA RP. Yeah, I definitely noticed because like there's there's a while. Uh, it was a while back. I haven't, I haven't been on Twitch in a while. Like, the app. It's like, watch anybody. So, like, I think the last time you had just gotten raided and you're maintaining, like, 20-something? 30? Yeah. yeah. It was impressive. This most recent best. stream I did, um, I averaged, like, 16. That's still, like, amazing. So. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you do, if you do more than five... You're in the top three percent on Twitch. Yeah. If you have more than five viewers, you you're not top three percent. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so along with like the whole burnout thing and stuff, how do you how do you prioritize your self care and mental health with content creation? <laughs> so <laughs> obviously you, you, not well. <laughs> you call you call me. That's what you do. <laughs> I, I, I do I do call you. Um. I'll be honest, I'm really bad about it yeah. in, in general. Uh, but one of the things that I will say that I tell everybody is that if you have to cancel stream, cancel stream. Yeah. If you're not going to be able to give it to your all and don't feel like you're going to give it your 100%, don't do it. But when you cancel, cancel unapologetically. Yeah. Be unapologetic about putting yourself first, about putting your needs first. Um, I'm a big proponent of that. I believe in that. And, you know, there have been times where I've had to cancel stream because I'm just not feeling right. And, you know, I'm not going to apologize for having to cancel stream. Be like, hey, I know that you all are looking forward to this stream. I am as well. Unfortunately, I have to cancel. I'm not feeling the best. Um, You know, like, thank you for being understanding. Right. When you frame it from that perspective, people respect those boundaries a little bit more. And uh, for those disrespectful people. All right. Uh, Go touch grass. Yeah, for real nerds. No. Um, how do you handle like difficult or stressful situations during a stream? Like, like what tech? Do you have any like technique to it? Or I'll be honest. I've been very fortunate that I haven't had to. Um, really? Yeah, I've not had to deal with any difficult situations. Um, realistically, like nobody's been disrespectful in my chat. Nobody's been, like, hateful or anything like that. Um, so I've been very fortunate to not have to deal with that. Now, when the day does come, if the day does come, um, then, you know, my mods are on, my mods are aware. Uh, they'll yeah. activate the shield mode. We'll go into emote-only mode. We'll do what we need to do. Yeah. And we'll get it done quickly. Um, we'll make sure to protect the community. Uh, I have not had to deal with that, but I've had to deal with that in other people's communities where I am the moderator. So, listen, I'm going to bring that band hammer down. I don't play. Yeah. You know, if you're disrespecting my friends, we ain't going to play that game, you know? 
So it's just a matter of how do you balance that? And so making sure that I am managing my expectations and being uh, authentic to myself and my process and making sure that my community or the communities that I'm a part of are safe. That's great. Um, damn, you haven't had to deal with any, like not really uh, anybody. No hate raids, nothing like that. Damn lucky dog. I've been very, very fortunate. Like the only thing, the worst thing that I get is the bots. Yeah. That come through. Want to be but, famous? Yeah. Want to <laughs> buy viewers today. Yeah. It's no, the only, like the only harassment that I get, if I'm being honest. Bro, the worst people are like Valorant gamers yeah. and Call of Duty. Because they'll come to your stream. Yeah. And they will let you know they're there. <laughs> And yeah, I've not I've not had any of that. I also don't play those games. My my favorite thing to do is make people angry. Like through the in-game chat. Like I'll just kind of poke at them. I'll target one. Right? And like they'll be like typing something or I'll I'll type something like, "Oh, you're playing like a rat," you know, sitting in a corner or just running around with a shotgun every round. Cuz you're bad. And then whoever responds first, their ass is mine. <laughs> and you can tell when they're angry because then they start spamming the chat over and over again. And I had one person after the game, because I linked my Twitch <laughs> afterwards. I was like, hey, make sure to stop by. And they showed up and they went wild. They're like trying to report me. All that. I've oh, Valorant people are just crazy. See, I don't invite that stuff into my space, so it doesn't come into my space. I love drama. I love watching it. I don't yeah. like being a part of it. I like I like pro- poking and prodding at people. Like just Literally. just 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 trolling with them. Not it doesn't go beyond that game, but right. God, it's so much fun. <laughs> He's such a troll. They get so mad. Hey, like, they take their game seriously. Oh, very they? seriously. I mean, I'll rage. I rage like no other on Valorant. I get mad. Like, but me, me and my boy the other day, he threw his headset at the wall. Oh god, yeah. Ang- angie, angie. Clearly, angie, angie. Um. Oh, speaking of, we need to get you to play Minecraft. No. Yeah. No. I have a server. Do you know how many Do you know how many people have tried and have absolutely just failed? Yeah, but this is me. That don't make it any better. Yeah, it does. How? Cuz it's me. That doesn't that's not a valid argument. It is. It's you, not. You know why? Why? Cuz it's me. Wh- what does that have to do with anything? Uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it make, you said you know no how many sense. people have tried. I was like, yeah, but now I'm trying. Cause it's me. Yeah, no, I give up on Minecraft. I give up on modded Minecraft. I give up on vanilla we'll Minecraft. I'm not a Minecrafter. You gotta, you gotta just do regular have Minecraft. You, have you have you heard what my issue is with Minecraft? No. The thing about me as a gamer, I like the hand holding. Right, I like the HUD, I like the objectives, I like the goals, I like all of that. I like being able to check things off a list. That shit feels good. There is no tangible list there, in there Minecraft is. There is. that shows up. It doesn't you show just, up. You, you just get, exactly, you just but get you just, achievements you're, randomly. You're nope. supposed to just I, know, dog. That's the thing, you, I you, don't know because I didn't grow up on that stuff. You land. Alright, you start the world, get wood, make crafting bench, create basic I mean, I tools. I plenty of wood, but... <laughs> God damn Pickaxe, get stone, make the rest of your tools, dig down, get iron, get iron, then get, um, if you can, get diamonds, or just MLG, a nether portal, and a lava pool. Go to the nether, get blaze rods, and then go to the uh, warped forest, kill endermen, get enderpearls, or trade them with piglins. Then get back, make some eyes of ender, find the stronghold, go to the end, fight the ender dragon, beat that bitch, and you're home free. You win. See, I don't know any of that. I can teach you. You can try. I will try. And you will fail. No, I won't. I promise you, you will. No, I won't. 
I will I will be asking all the questions and literally unless you tell me what to do, I'm just going to be there twiddling my thumbs. That's okay. We don't even have to build a base. We can speed run this stuff. What's without, the point? Without isn't, the speed. isn't Minecraft the whole point of like building? It, I mean, not the whole point. You can you can like try and get through the end game. You don't have to build. I'll think about it. I'm not saying no, but I'm not saying yes. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. That's I can work with that. I'll uh, take it into consideration. Oh man, this is a fun game. You should you should really no give it a shot. I have. Um. So, do you have any like? Is there any exciting games that are like catching your fancy that you really uh, want to play on stream? I. Uh, really want to play so i recently bought uh resident evil 2 and mm-hmm. subnautica i don't know when i'll play those mm-hmm. um jedi or yeah jedi survivor is coming out as well yeah which i really want to get and play um gotham knights was apparently a flop uh they've got so much work to do on that game um it is a game that i had a strong interest in um there's constantly new games coming out, but I, I was talking to a friend of mine today. I was like, you know, my focus has really become GTRP because of the fun and yeah. the unknown that you're going to walk into. Right. It also doesn't help that I'm a staff member for, well, a support member for a Discord that is running a 5M server. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think Jedi... Survivor is the only interesting game that I've seen coming. The new Spider-Man games. There's a new Spider-Man game coming out. I still haven't played the one with Miles Morales. Me neither. <laughs> I think what was that one called? The Spider-Man, Spider-Man or the Ultimate Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um Oh yeah, did you hear that they're making three new Star Wars movies? No. I did not it's supposed to be like past, present, and future. Past, Interesting. Past being the first ever Jedi. Present being the Mandalorian timeline. Hmm. And future is... Rey. Rebuilding the Jedi Order. Interesting. Yeah. Not a fan of the last one. But, you know what? What are you going to I mean, do? it sounds like it would be good. I don't know. They really kind of flopped with the last three Star Wars movies. I mean, nobody expected her to be a Palpatine. Oh, I wasn't expecting her to ever fucking exist. So, I mean, (laughs) no offense to her. She did a great job, but the storyline just fucked it all up. Yeah. Yeah. It really just kind of trashed the entire series. Because the series is the rise, fall, and redemption of Anakin Skywalker. This is true. And then Palpatine is just magically back to life. And just completely ruins everything. You know, there's a conversation about that that's out there. Is there? On a podcast episode. Not for not from us, but from a group that follows us. Is it the... Um, What's the script? Yeah. Yeah, I think they have one out there. They have one? We're gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go listen to it. That's gonna be. Oh, that's gonna be good. Uh, that's gonna be good. Yeah. Let's see. Um. Trying to think. I thought you said you had like thirty questions. How many did we go I do, through? But we've been through quite a bit. I've just been dodging all the iffy ones. What are the iffy ones? And then, like, how do you handle t- handle monetization sponsorships? Don't really have sponsorships. Exactly. Unfortunately, I mean, I've got a affiliate ship with Glitch Energy. Um, oh, yeah. I also have my own merch store. I think only one person has bought something from the merch store. I mean, I don't do I don't do it for the money necessarily. Like, the money is great, and I'm glad to have a consistent like side hustle. Yeah. Um, that brings in at least an extra hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. Um, depending on the month. Um, but overall, there's not really like anything that I do money, like money wise. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah, I, I just the whole like affiliate like fifty fifty. I just never really like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's a whole new platform out there called Kick uh, that yeah. people are moving to that they're trying out. Oh, shit. Kick we actually had that. to institute some different things uh, because of their, I think they do 75% for their um, people. Uh-huh. So, but there's there's a lot of like curiosity around Kick um, and kind of like their, their TOS and stuff like that because they're still so new and so yeah. fresh to the game that they're still trying to figure it out and they brought back the poker like gambling community mm-hmm. and apparently that community was super toxic on switch so uh, yeah. i think there's some questions out there still well, we definitely will talk about that in an episode talk about kick nice little thumbs up uh all right so um here's here's another little stupid dummy question um, if you were stranded on a deserted island and could only bring three things with you, what would it be? And don't be lame and say a boat or a grill. Um, I would say a serrated hunting knife. Ooh, yeah. Matches. Cheater. <laughs> and um a flare gun this guy that's fair i didn't say a boat yeah you didn't say a boat or a grill <laughs> so yeah you know, smart i did me. say a serrated hunting knife so yeah right. I, I'll, I'll take that i'll take that that's good <laughs> all right um so what challenges have you faced as a content creator and how did you overcome them I think the biggest challenges are sometimes mental, if I'm being honest. Um, Having that viewer count on can, depending on the headspace that I'm in, can really impact the way that I present. Um, So I have to be mindful of that. Uh, I think the other challenges is recognizing when you're watching back your VODs and your clips is so important because you realize what your face is doing and you become more aware of that and you become more in tune of it. I've seen some clips where I'm just like, dude, I do this playing. Thing. I just like, I look so bad. Um, I do this. So where like, like, I start. I know I've, <laughs> I, I'm aware. I've seen you do it. Um, but like, I start noticing those things and I become more aware of it. And that helps me remind myself like, Hey, look up, be like, smile, you know, those things that you would typically learn on a stage or if you're performing, yeah things that you become mindful of intentionally. Uh, I think that doing those things has helped me become a better creator. The other piece of it too is looking at what other people are doing and adapting it to my style. Um, One of those is, you know, Twitch is filled with a lot of lurkers. If you don't know what a lurker is, it's when those people who just kind of watch or have you playing in the background but don't really engage in chat. It could be any number of reasons for that purpose. Um, But one of the things that uh, I heard somebody say was sometimes lurkers are just looking for a reason to type a message. And so I have an automatic message that comes every 10 minutes or so. And it's like, how's the audio? How's the video? Is everything running okay? Does something need to be adjusted? Let me know. Um, And I've actually had people who have responded as a first time messenger be like, yo, your audio is a little low or, you know, people who haven't talked in chat before. And so I think that as you're looking at other creators, your size, and as you're looking to grow, you have to constantly be evaluating what it is that you're doing and how can you make things better? I dig that. I have have that same, I have like a random question and it will like, pop up every now and then uh but no one watches my shit so um let's see uh <laughs> because you're inconsistent yeah i know um <laughs> if you want growth on twitch it takes consistency perseverance and dedication yada yada i get it all right i get it no uh, okay so um how do you handle criticism or negative feedback about your content if you've ever had any had any but honestly i welcome it because 
there's only the only way that I can learn and grow is by having somebody give me feedback, whether it's positive or negative feedback. And depending on what it is, you know, I take everything with a grain of salt in that regard to my content. My content's not made for everybody and I'm not made for everybody. And that's okay. And they'll find somebody out there that is a content creator for them. That's going to give them exactly what they want and what they're looking for. Um, And at the end of the day, if I'm giving my community what is genuine and authentic to me, that's all that matters. Uh, so if you have negative criticism, bring it on. Let me know. You know, I'll take it with a grain of salt. I'll look at it and see what consideration I need to give it. But aside from that, you know, like I think that everybody has an opinion and you have to be able to sift through those opinions and know what's going to be valid and not. Hell yes. Yeah, no. Cri- yeah. Criticism is the only thing that's going to make you better. Mm hmm. Uh, so like, how do you, how do you measure the success of your content? Like, is there certain metrics that you pay attention to or like, uh, goals, targets, stuff like that? Um, you know, for a while there, it was, uh, setting goals for X number of followers, X number of subbies and things like that. Now I'm just looking for consistency. Do I have consistent people showing up? Do I have folks coming back to the stream? Am I retaining my viewers, right? Um, I have a lot of folks who will chat and then they'll lurk, but they're there, you know? Um, My success is measured in that of the community. Um, Is the community still engaged? Do I still see some of the same faces and some of the same folks? Um, I go through, and if I haven't seen somebody in a while, uh, so I have my VIPs, I'll go through the VIP list and I'll remove that diamond badge because I'm very particular about who gets that diamond in my channel. Yeah. Um, they're very exclusive people who, even though they haven't been around in a minute, will still have it, but that's because of who they are to me Yeah. Um, and who they are to the community. Um, then there are folks who, you know, as you subscribe, when you first hit affiliate, you can get founders badges. So I'll go through my founders badges and if it's somebody that I haven't seen in a while, I'm going to remove that and cycle it on to the next person. You know, I'm going to cycle it until I find somebody who's currently subbed. Yeah. Because in my opinion, somebody who deserves the founder's badge is somebody who's still subscribed to the channel. And yeah. I've, I've cycled through my, my founder badges quite a bit. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, never really got into the whole badge thing. Like I know you have a VIP badge in my chat. I don't even know how to put them on. Didn't I tell you how to put it on? Yeah. During stream yep. <laughs> in the middle of the stream. Um, so it looks like we're kind of coming up on time here. So now it's for the final, final question. All right. The final, final question. The final, final question. What advice would you give someone who's just starting out as a content creator? What lessons have you learned along the way that you wish you would have known when starting out? Uh, The biggest thing as you are starting to become a content creator is consistency, networking, and making sure that you're maintaining a consistent schedule. And don't be me. Networking is a huge thing because you build those relationships in an authentic way. Don't expect anything back. But just be genuine about it. You'll find those folks who are going to return the love. Um, That's how I found a good portion of my community. Um, And then the other thing, too, is is don't overextend yourself. You know, once you hit affiliate ship, don't go buy badges, right? You don't need them. You don't unlock all of the slots right away. Don't go buying emotes because, again, you don't unlock all the slots right away. Um, Build yourself into, you know, a, a space that you love and enjoy. Find those things that you love about content creation and just thrive off of it. But if you want to see good growth, you have to promote in multiple spots. Like That's just fact. Because it's no longer in an area or scene now where you can just hit go live and expect that people will find you. That's not always the case. I had some pretty good growth when I was on my PlayStation. I felt like I was more discoverable there because people could watch me from PlayStation themselves. Um, or they could watch me from Twitch. So it just kind of depends. Um, but I think that you have to take into account what are your limits and your limitations currently. Um, I think that if you're going to do any upgrades, uh, 
going for a PC is going to be key. Uh, you don't have to have a PC. You can use services like Lightstream uh, to still get those beautiful overlays without having to purchase a PC. Um, the other thing, too, is, you know, um, looking at what free items and add-ons there are on Twitch. When I was on Twitch, I utilized a um, it was stream overlay. And it was just an overlay that literally, if you were on the web browser, you could see the overlay, period. Overlay expert, that's what it was called. Um, so you could see the overlay on my web browser, but you couldn't see it on the mobile version. So utilizing your resources and finding those add-ons that are going to be free and available to help you beautify your stream. And then finally... Go through your checklist. Make sure that you have everything set up and ready to go when you hit that go live button so that you're not scrambling at the last minute. Um, I've learned a lot of lessons along the way. And my my chat, my my community knows that they're always welcome to ask me any questions that they have. Um, I Well, I don't necessarily allow self-promotion if you're somebody that I know um, and you hit affiliate or if you do something that's big for yourself tell me let's celebrate it together you know um that goes for personal goals and milestones as well we want to celebrate those things if you're having a rough day we want to encourage you we want you to feel uplifted um so i think it's all about creating the space that you desire to have a community in very well said that was thank very you sir well thank said. you yeah so don't just do the very opposite of what I did. <laughs> I did. And that's the thing is like, I think so many people assume that they're going to make it at content creation on Twitch yeah. just because they hit that go live button. Um, but the fact of the matter is it takes time. Yep. It takes effort. It takes work. So be patient. You gotta, you gotta do the work if you want to get the, if you want to get the numbers. Yep. All right, so uh, we got any announcements for for our we? So we do. Um, you're you are now listening to this episode today on Thursday. We are doing a new release schedule, so we're still releasing every week. But because we've been in this like weird shift of recording on Tuesdays, releasing on Wednesdays. And because Dylan handles all of the tech side of things in terms of the video editing, even though it's minimal, uh, he tries to keep it as authentic as possible. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to, as his co-host and as his friend and as his BBG, um, I want to relieve some of that pressure off his plate. So we are going to be moving our podcast show releases to Thursdays now. Yeah, so. it, just, it just helps everything flow a little bit better. And yeah, lightens lightens the load on me just just a tad because yeah, I went I went from like what Tuesdays we could stop, I would immediately go edit, mm-hmm. and then watch it through, edit the bits that I need to, and then watch it through again to mm-hmm. make sure it's all smooth. Yeah, and I mean, you work full time too, so which and like some days some days I get your off job's a lot but, yeah, more but, physical than mine. Yeah. I sit on my ass for eight hours a day. Yeah, that's true. I'm on my feet all day. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I'm so tired. So, um, we really appreciate you all uh, for yeah. hanging out with us and for all of the love that you've shown us. <laughs> this week we hit uh, 69 streams, oh, nice. which is fantastic. Um, if I quickly pull up our what a numbers, great number. 126 starts, oh. 72 streams, oh. 25 listeners, and 20 followers oh um oh we got 20 we uh we finally hit 20 which is fantastic oh we hit we Um, hit uh, 10 subs on youtube we hit 10 subs on youtube heck yeah yeah i know who it is um (laughs) our most popular episode in the last 30 days was gamer wars so episode five in the last 30 days but our most popular episode of all time is the episode that we did called Path to Affiliate. That was our first one. 41 starts, 25 streams, and 17 listeners. Dang. Let's go. So, you know, when you think about your 
when we think about everything that we've done, we've done a lot in a very short amount of time. We started streaming or started podcasting back in February. Mm-hmm. Um, we've only been around for like a little, a little two and a half months, yeah. you know, and in two and a half months for Dang. us to go to 126 starts and, you know, 25 listeners, 20 followers, like that's huge. Yeah. Like it might not seem huge to a lot of people, but I don't know, that's pretty, pretty big to me. It's pretty, pretty good. For, for a little baby podcast little, like us. Little baby podcast. Yeah. And I mean, I, <laughs> I'll i be completely honest. I've kind of uh, slacked on the uh, the Twitter, on the tweeters. Um, but even so, even with still slacking over there, um, we are currently sitting at... Uh, we're at 53 followers. Nice. Which is exciting. Um so we appreciate your love and support absolutely. and we absolutely are so grateful for you all. We love you. Speaking of socials and where you can find us, um, you can follow us on Twitter at BTC podcast GG. You can find us on YouTube by searching beyond the controller podcast or BTC podcast. The first one that um, pops up. Yep. We are the first one that pops up. Uh, you can find myself over on Twitch at Anthony's Awesome Twitter and TikTok. Anthony's Awesome as well. Uh, so feel free to come over, show the love, and I'd love to have you in the community. And you can find me on Twitter at D underscore links. You can also find me on Twitch at D underscore links. And you can find my content creation page on Instagram at Misfit Multimedia. And yeah, Come what are your TikTok? My TikTok? Did you not rebrand that yet? No, bro, I forgot. Get on that. I, know. I got a lot of work I gotta do. Same, but about, about, this to go, is, about to go to a music festival, take a lot of pictures. So have this is Beyond the Controller podcast, and we'll see you right back here next week. We love you. We appreciate you. Peace out. Bye.